0: Last week, President Obama issued an executive order to encourage industry to share cyber threat information with the government. The order also encourages the development of new information sharing and analysis organizations, or ISAOs, which the White House says will be organized on the basis of sector, subsector, region, and other affinities, including in response to particular emerging threats or vulnerabilities. The creation of these new information sharing analysis organizations are in addition to a number of information sharing and analysis centers, or ISACs, that are already in existence in a number of key industries, including the financial services and healthcare sectors. I'm Marianne Kobasek-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Deborah Kobza, Executive Director of the National Health Information Sharing and Analysis Center. Deb will discuss with us the significance of the Obama executive order when it comes to cyber threat information sharing, especially in the healthcare sector.
1: Hi, Deb. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for having the opportunity for us to talk today.
0: Thanks so much, Deb, for joining us today. So now, Deb, what do you think of President Obama's executive order last week to encourage industry, including the healthcare sector, to do more cyber information sharing with the government?
1: Well, I think the executive order, if you look at it, was to increase private sector information sharing um, across all sectors and really raise the level of awareness on what information sharing is. So it's a good step in the right direction uh, to help with security situational awareness, especially being able to understand what other organizations in all the sectors, you know, state governments, even small businesses, you know, see on their networks. So we can share that intelligence in a bi-directional fashion so we can really look at cybersecurity from a proactive perspective and preparing our countermeasure solutions in response uh, versus a reactive perspective, which is what we're fighting with now.
0: So now Obama's executive order encourages the creation of these new information sharing and analysis organizations. How do you foresee these new organizations being either similar or different to what the ISACs, including NH-ISAC, already does in terms of cyber threat information sharing? That's a good question.
1: And it's important to understand the distinction between what an information sharing analysis center is and what an information-sharing analysis organization is. So when you look at the ISACs as formed per a presidential directive, where each ISAC is formally recognized by Department of Homeland Security, their respective federal sector-specific agency, their sector coordinating council, and the National Council of ISACs, where you have an information-sharing and analysis organization for each of the nation's critical infrastructures, They serve as the operational and tactical arm working with the federal government for information sharing and coordinated response. Now, when you have information sharing analysis organizations form, and we have a lot out there. There are a lot of organizations in the private sector, for-profit organizations that are supporting information sharing already. We have a lot of state, regional, and local groups that have come together to try to address cybersecurity resilience. So being able to, for those ISAOs, to plug into the nation's ISAC infrastructure for coordinated response is is very, very important because if we have any type of incident or attack, whether it's caused from a, a cyber attack or even from a physical attack, because the line between physical and cyber Is gone if it's an earthquake, a hurricane, or a tornado, or a direct cyber attack, there are cyber implications. So having that coordinated response, and especially the sector and cross-sector implications that the ISACs represent, is very important to work with the ISAOs that are um, already in place, or new ones that will be formed, because having that sector and cross-sector Intelligence and analysis, if something's happening in the health sector or financial sector or water sector that's going to cross into any of the other critical infrastructures, is incredibly critical. And that's what the ISACs represent, is that coordination point for sector and cross-sector intelligence and coordinated response efforts.
0: So, Deb, what impact do you see Obama's executive order having on NHISAC and how might NHISAC expand or bolster its information sharing activities in the healthcare sector or other industries in light of the executive order?
1: Well, I think, again, the executive order is raising the awareness of how critical information sharing is. And there's a question out there, you know, well, what are you talking about sharing? So what the National Health ISAC um, has done is a lot of the other ISACs has implemented, you know, an automated intelligence information sharing platform that's supported by STICS and TAXI. So when you're looking at, and what STICS is, is a structured threat information exchange, and it's a standard or nomenclature that was put in place by Department of Homeland Security and MITRE and other leading organizations that worked on that, including the financial services ISAC, representing the ISACs in development of STICS, But what it does, it breaks down cyber intelligence into eight different constructs, like who is the threat actor, what is the incident, what's the observable, what's the countermeasure solution. So when we're sharing, when we're talking about sharing information, we're all talking the same language, and everybody understands what we're sharing. In the health sector, it's not about sharing any information that's PHI, personal health information. It's not about sharing proprietary or confidential information from any organization, be a public or private health organization. It's about sharing those cyber threat indicators and what is the response around those. So the executive order really helps raise the level of awareness across the health sector and educate uh, the health sector about the working not only within health, but across water, across finance, across energy, what the ISAC, Nation's ISAC infrastructure support, and then connecting in with the ISAOs that can feed intelligence into the ISAC to help support national coordinated response.
0: Now, Deb, how might NH-ISAC work with some of these ISAOs that are forming inside and outside the healthcare sector, do you think? Well, all of the
1: ISACs are membership-based organizations, with, and that's a very important piece because in order to securely share cyber intelligence, you need to have supported information-sharing agreements and protocols and what we call traffic-like protocols, like from red to green to, to amber to white, that determine if something is classified, if something can be shared generally out with the public, so you have to have information sharing agreements that enable that secure intelligence information sharing, whether it's automated using STIX and the Sulphur Edge platform and BORSTAC or for NHISAC's intelligence platform. So working with the ISAOs as members of ISAC, and we all share the same language, we all have the information sharing agreements to understand and securely share that intelligence, that's how it's really going to help to expand cybersecurity resilience.
0: So now there are existing ISAOs, as you mentioned. You know, in the healthcare sector you have the Healthcare Information Trust Alliance, which has been doing some cyber threat sharing and has and has also been referring to itself as an information sharing and analysis organization over the last several months. Can you foresee zac? And organizations like HiTrust, perhaps sharing information since both organizations deal with healthcare sector companies or you see information about threats all sort of being funneled up or to the government but from multiple sources, whether it's NHISAC or any of these ISAOs. Well, sharing intelligence across the private sector is what the executive order is really
1: focusing on, and DHS, you know, within 60 days will be coming out with an RFP that will define guidelines and standards that ISAOs must meet in order to share intelligence with the government. So you have a lot of security organizations out there that are already in place and sharing intelligence with their customers. Um, So NHISAC, as the nation's recognized ISAC for the health sector, is open to share intelligence with any organization, you know, to support cybersecurity resilience for the health sector. But the one thing that the ISAOs need to keep in mind and as they're forming is that sharing intelligence and information around cybersecurity threat indicators and countermeasure solutions It cannot be a competitive environment. We all have to work together and to share intelligence working together. So if ISAOs form, for example, you wouldn't want an ISAO to form and share intelligence with just the organizations they're working with and not work with other ISAOs because they look at it as a competitive advantage or maybe they'll lose revenue because, you know, they'll have people that will work with other organizations. So, Cyber intelligence and information sharing can't be a competitive environment, and it's not about reinventing the wheel. It's about connecting the dots, and that's what I think the president is working to get across with this executive order is that we can't have siloed intelligence information sharing. Just like all of the ISACs work together on a daily basis on a 24-7, 365 uh, days a year, to share intelligence across sectors and on the phone with analysts from all of the other critical infrastructures to talk about the threat landscape at that particular point in time. Being able to have that open sharing is incredibly important, but we need to structure it appropriately, and that's with this best practice guideline that DHS will be reaching out to have an organization develop that will be defined by the private sector is so important. So we have the right protocols and procedures in place. So when we do have an incident or an attack that they hit the electric grid and cascades into other critical infrastructures, we know what to do for coordinated response. You know, ISAOs know to connect in with their back the IFACs connect in, their sector-specific agencies, and working with DHS and FEMA and all of those types of things around coordinated response. So, again, I'd really like to emphasize it's not about reinventing the wheel.
0: It's, it's connecting
1: the dots so we can all work together.
0: That brings me to my next question. Do you think that there is a chance that the Obama executive order could result in the creation of too many of these information-sharing and analysis organizations where cyber threat information gets shared among small islands of healthcare providers, for instance, but not shared with everyone else that needs to know about those threats. And is that sort of a danger at creating sort of the haves and have-nots? I think
1: that is a danger, like I mentioned, that you would have um, silos, ISAOs, that only share intelligence within their within their walls, you know, and don't reach out uh, to other organizations. If you look at what the ISACs have put in place, which is a structure to do not only sharing intelligence manually, but an automated threat intelligence platform that does machine to machine intelligence because if you look at a particular cyber threat the number of man hours that it takes for that threat life cycle is about 7 man hours to follow it through its whole life cycle So by having automated threat intelligence that's compliant to the thick nomenclature standards and TAXI, which is the Trusted Automated Exchange of Information, that's the machine-to-machine cyber intelligence, that's really a game changer. So as we're sharing intelligence almost in real time, machine-to-machine, working with the Sultra Edge platform, which was developed by the financial services ISAC and is out there available free for anybody to use, available for download. So that way we can connect those dots and really work towards being a proactive response rather than reactive. So one organization shares that intelligence, machine speed. Other organizations know what to do to block and tackle against that threat. So then that makes it very expensive for the threat actors, the the bad actors that are out there, to keep attacking organizations because they have to keep going back and reinventing what they're doing to try to attack organizations because as we're sharing intelligence nationwide and globally, everybody's blocking and tackling against that. So you know and I can guarantee you that the, the threat actors, the bad guys, are collaborating and working together, and that's what we need to do on a national and global scale is to collaborate more together and share intelligence and definitely not have those siloed intelligence organizations that only share within their walls. That's defeating the purpose,
0: and that's the fact. One last question, Deb. If there's one thing that you would like to see emerge from Obama's information-sharing executive order, what would that be?
1: It would be definitely from the smaller organizations, integrating them into information-sharing and security intelligence and giving them access to the resources that they need and being able to leverage working with the larger organizations, you know, that are, are more mature and have the security expertise that they can lend to this. But looking at the executive order and raising the awareness of how critical intelligence and information sharing is, and then on the flip side with this executive order from the federal government's perspective, putting in place the legislation around privacy protections and all around information sharing that we need so everybody's comfortable with sharing intelligence. But I would really advise everybody to look at the FIC standard for cyber intelligence information sharing. If you go to, in your browser, just Google MITRE FIX, STIX, it will talk to you about what it means to share cyber intelligence. And uh, that has really been a game changer for the health sector to really understand what that is. So I think, you know, to boil it all down, I think the executive order and the intelligence infrastructure that the National Health ISAC has to do automated intelligence information sharing work with smaller organizations to, to help them with tools and technologies that they need for their security operations and then connect in with the ISAOs that are out there with their sector ISAC, financial ISAC, water ISAC, energy. There's a retail ISAC also that was recently formed. So uh, being able to connect in with that national infrastructure will all help us move forward. And then when we have to respond to an incident, we have a coordinated structure in place to do that. And
0: we're not siloed across the country. Thanks, Deb. I've been speaking to Deborah Kobza of NHISAC. I'm Marianne Kobasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.